0: This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, C-suite, and senior-level executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do.
1: My name is Amos Schwartzbarb. I'm the managing director of Techstars in Austin and author of Somewhere Faster, and essentially what I do is I, uh, I run an accelerator in Austin where I invest in 10 companies every year. I bring them to Austin and work with them for 90 days uh, and really for the life of their company, but intensely for 90 days here in Austin.
0: Wow. That's amazing. So you've been really changing a lot of lives by the number of people you get to touch through that incubator, I bet. Uh, I,
1: yes. And hopefully for the good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll let them tell us that part of the story. <laughs> Question number two, from your perspective, what's the best thing about leading people?
1: Uh, I think for me, the best thing about leading people is trying to understand where their skills lie relative to where they think they lie and what motivates them so that uh, together we can achieve the, the optimal potential for whatever it is, the thing that we're working on. I really enjoy that sort of identifying like, hey, not everybody's good at everything, but if I can figure out what you're good at and what you like and what motivates you, um, we can do some amazing things together.
0: That You remind me of Gay Hendricks and The Big Leap. Are you familiar with that book, The Zone of, of Excellence Versus Your Zone of Genius? Um, it, it's a really great book um, and totally speaks to what you're talking about here. Oh, cool. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah. And, and identifying really, you know, that stuff that you can do well, but where the stuff that really gets you excited, um, that's your zone of genius. So I love that tapping into that piece question. Number three, and this one always gets, uh, always makes me chuckle a little bit. I often hear from other business leaders that business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people problem. (laughs) I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Gosh, I, I, I think I've even said those words myself when, I, when I, some CEOs are having challenges with the, the people, but I don't actually believe that. Uh, I, I, I think what they mean is that not everyone is different and an individual. And a lot of people, I believe, think that people generally think like them, even if they don't say that out loud consciously, the, the expectation is, well, if I think this way, you probably do, too. Uh, and I, I think you know, this becomes the, the challenge and the opportunity with managing people, which is how kind of what we were saying before, how do you identify the individual for who they are, and how do you work with each individual differently versus treating everybody the same, and especially in today 's day and age when you know, the thing we 're looking for we 're you know, looking for automation we 're looking for repeatability in businesses so that we can grow and scale. Uh, and that is much, much harder, if not impossible, to do with people because we're all coming from different backgrounds and different places. So how do you find the opportunity working with people based on what their strengths are?
0: Yeah. And again, celebrating the strengths as opposed to beating up on our weaknesses, right? And then aligning people accordingly, which might mean you have to rearrange deck chairs every now and again and put people in the right seats, you know, yep. sort of yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, question number four, what other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the podcast? Who else should we be listening to?
1: Ah, um, Kurt Rathman, the CEO of Scale Factor, is a phenomenal individual. Uh, Rob Taylor, the CEO of Convey. Monica Landers, the CEO of Storyfit. Um, Maggie Williams, the CEO of Skipper. Gosh, I have a lot. I work with a lot of stakes. How long, how long do you want me to go?
0: Well, I, I think my point here is just for the audience, you know, as you think about um, where to continue to develop your leadership skills, you know, look around in your community. There are generally people within your network that, again, you know, much like Amos here that you can just rattle off that are really, you know, powerful um, examples of, you know, who to who to become as as we, you know, go through this journey called life. (laughs) Go Prince.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great reference.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Question number five, what piece of advice about communication would you give to other leaders?
1: Uh, Someone said this to me recently and I loved it. And I've actually been repeating it a lot, which is the art of being a good communicator is not the delivery of the message but delivering the message in a way that the, the listener can receive it. And I think putting that cap on when you're communicating uh, is is crucial to, to actually having an open communication platform with people.
0: Oh, you're singing my language. I, I, I love to say communication is the response you get. So if you don't like your response, then maybe you change the approach, right? So again, it's that whole idea of I think that you know, the person delivering the message has a responsibility to deliver the message Mm -hmm. in a way that's palatable and, um, interpretable to the other person. Um, and the other, and the listener has a responsibility too, right? They, they have, they have a responsibility to, to, um, dismiss or set down the delivery if it doesn't meet their, their needs and to hear the message that was intended. Um, but that takes a little bit more skill. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Absolutely. You know, I took an improv class a long time ago um, with the Groundlings and one of the things that they taught, it was like a one-on-one class, but one of the things they taught you is don't try to look good, try to make your partner look good. And if everyone's always trying to make their partner look good, then everyone looks good. And I've tried to think about how do you carry that forward into business also.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, we just you, oh, you made me think about a, a coaching session this week where um, the gal was challenged about her supervisor and, and some of the the challenges that she was having with with that individual. And we 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 offered up, what if your job was to make them look good? And she was oh. Oh, I hadn't thought about it from that perspective. I just thought about, you know, what they need to be doing for me versus what I could potentially be doing for them. um, and how that would dramatically change the relationship. Um, so I love that, you know, make your partner look great. That's awesome. Uh, question number six, our, our final and magic question, tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. I want to know who influenced you.
1: Um, it's a timely question. Uh, which may be way too long of a story to get into why. um, But I went and actually tried to count recently, like in the last couple of days uh, or or figure that out. And what I've come up with, there's way more, but 17 people that I can directly point to that have influenced me over the last, really, I'm I'm 46, over the last 38 years or longer, not including my my parents. So um, it's a hard question for me to answer at this moment because I've been thinking about it um, but I, I think the person that I will point out in this moment is Jake Weinbaum, who was the CEO of business.com and my boss of business.com. And uh, there's a lot that I learned in my time with him that uh, I've tried really hard to carry forward. And I was someone who was so underqualified for the role that he gave me um, and really had to learn and watching him help teach me not by teaching me but by by mirroring the the things that I thought he did well uh I I I reflect back on that almost every day and certainly every week um in this job but probably you know for longer than that and I haven't worked with him in 12 13 years
0: wow and again, I, I love how you kick off with the, the, you know, the preamble around that there's so many who have influenced you. And again, it, it, it hearkens to the exercise of how often do we go back and reflect on the people who have touched us and in what way. Um, I think that exercise alone is, you know, the gratitude that we feel and, you know, the blessings that come from that exercise are worth it in spades, you know. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on Amos. I think that, you know, again, your insights have been incredibly valuable. I know people are going to want to reach out. Where could they find you?
1: Uh, I am, well, I'm, you can just email me at amos at techstars.com. I answer every email. Sometimes it takes me four or five days, but I do answer every email that I get that doesn't look like spam. And I <laughs> uh, am on LinkedIn and Twitter. I'm not very active on, on Twitter, but I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter as well at, um, at Twitter, I'm at I am Amos Lee and LinkedIn, I'm just Amos Schwartzbarb.
0: That's awesome. Okay, well, and I'll put the contact information as well in our description so that if any audience members want to go and check, check you out and find you, they can certainly do that. Well, this is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to www.concilioteam.com and we look forward to connecting with you next time.